0: What are the two forces making service as important as ever? Now imagine a world where you don't need your bank account and where you can have PayPal-style money on your WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. Like just imagine that. Imagine being able to just transfer someone money through WhatsApp or through Facebook. Now imagine if these two combined to allow seamless transfer of funds to friends or even buying things in stores. So imagine you could go to a store and just scan your phone and buy something with WhatsApp, with WhatsApp money or real money or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Now that future has arrived in China. I'm fortunate, fortunate enough to travel to China every three to four months. And since my last trip, I noticed that cash just seemed to disappear. It just It's just not there. I've got a handful of staff there and None of them use cash, which blew my mind. Now we're starting to feel this in the West as well, thanks to Apple Pay and Google Pay, but it's gone further in China. So with Apple Pay, you've got this concept of buying things and you use your phone, you've got great security and the money comes straight out of your credit card. I get that, works fine, but you can't actually pay a friend. You can't actually do anything else with it except go to a store or go to a terminal or buy something online, which is still a lot, but it doesn't go all the way. Now, as a result of many of the staff in my office not touching money, what they now do is they, they lose concept of money, and I'm going to come back to that in a second. What they do now is they'll use WeChat, or, which is the WhatsApp equivalent, um, or they'll use Alipay, which is like the PayPal equivalent, and they'll use this for all transactions. And in fact, it's gotten to the ridiculous where even beggars on the street have cardboard QR codes for donations. So let me go back a step about QR codes. You might have seen in some places like the little squiggly square box with lines that you, you scan with your phone and then it takes you straight to a website. And one of the most ridiculous places it's, it's, that you'll find one is in Sydney International Airport where you're supposed to scan this thing and it'll take you to a website where you can scan and, and leave a comment about the cleanliness of the bathrooms. Ridiculous, I know. And QR codes have not really been taken up much in Australia, the US, and most of Western Europe. But in in China, they are huge. And QR codes are the basis of all of this transacting online. So what you'll do is you'll go to a store, and they'll simply um, ask you to open your phone, and you know just to do that. It opens up to a, a screen on your phone with a QR code. They'll scan that QR code. When they scan it, it'll actually have an amount that will go right around the internet world, back to your phone and just ask you to confirm that you want to purchase what you purchased. It's ridiculously easy and I can do it even though I can't speak Chinese because all of these things are in, well, in Mandarin. So so what happens now is staff get paid into a bank account and then they transfer money straight into the apps. Rather than use a credit card, they'll, they'll, they'll just use the app because they don't need the credit card because the, the app can actually also facilitate transfers between people. It's also seamless and easy. So as a result, if you think about PayPal and Google, what now happens is that they've gone like kind of on steroids. It's now easier to use an app than it is to use cash. It's easier and it's quicker. The implication The implication is that when you use cash, you feel the purchase. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing like quite like pulling out a $50 or $100 bill out of your pocket and or out of your wallet, and you actually feel it. You feel something. But through, and my experience, and I'm sure your experience with Apple Pay and Google Pay and this stuff on the phone, and even transferring money online, you don't actually feel the purchase. So when the purchase is a cold, unemotional beep, the price tends to diminish importance in importance. That doesn't, doesn't disappear at all, or 100%, but it does diminish. Now, the coffee shop in, under our office in Shanghai illustrated this point perfectly. It looked like a standard trendy Melbourne coffee shop complete with polished floors and exposed roofing and a sign behind the counter detailing the menu. Although the prices were on display, they were not a big deal. Time after time, consumers would enter, order, and then just beep their phone. And like all of us, they'd move on. They just want taste, service, and reliability. The location isn't even important because they have a constant stream of Deliveroo's and Uber Eats equivalents coming in and out of the store, just continuously delivering stuff. There is no cash taking ha- taking place. Now, actually, Deliveroo and those types of services just don't work when you use cash because it's just too cumbersome. And if nothing else, it's heavy. So what are these two forces coming together? Number one, the move away from price to quality, and it's very pronounced in China. Number two, the removal of cash resistance through technology. This returns for retailers full circle towards service, and the same applies to the West. Now, have a little think about that there's now less resistance to the purchase. And as price is diminished in importance, something has to fill the the vacuum. And the vacuum's gonna be filled with quality. Quality of product, quality of of delivery, quality of, of consistency, but quality nonetheless. No matter what challenges are thrown at customer service through price and technology, or even through culture, Service remains the cornerstone of success and the measurement of service remains as important as ever.